Hello, and welcome to the What If It's Not Depression podcast. Whether you're here to learn about the root causes of depressive-like symptoms, wanting to know more about alternative solutions, or you're a biohacker looking to optimize your mental health and brain, this podcast is for you. I am Dr. Achina Stein, and I will be your host on your journey to resolving depressive-like symptoms and optimizing your You're listening to the What If It's Not Depression podcast, hosted by Dr. Achina Stein. Welcome to the What If It's Not Depression podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Achina Stein. Today we talk about teeth and dental work and mercury. I have a wonderful friend by the name of Dr. Candido Castillo. She is in Rhode Island and she is a dedicated biological dentist of 25 plus years of experience. Dr. Castillo certainly knows a thing or two about transforming patients' lives for the better. She loves being able to work closely with individuals on their dental health, their overall health, and the critical connection between mouth and body that influences both. Dr. Castillo achieved her dental doctorate at Boston University. Since then, she has achieved several fellowships due to her dedication and commitment to lifelong learning, including with the Academy of General Dentistry and International Dental Implant Association. She's completed the Certificate of Advanced Graduate Study post-master's program at Boston University. She additionally has her biological certification through the International Academy of Biological Dentistry and Medicine and her SMART certification through the International Academy of Oral Medicine and Toxicology. To this day, she continues to pursue her education opportunities through prestigious organizations like the Dawson Academy and Spear Education. Outside of dentistry, Dr. Castillo enjoys traveling with her family and being active in her faith community. Welcome, Dr. Castillo. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Great to have you. So let's dive in. How did you get into doing all of this? Well, thanks for asking. That's a question that I have um, that I often get asked. And uh, I dive into holistic dentistry by being a volunteer in a homeless shelter, which actually we're doing totally the opposite of what is holistic dentistry. Um, At that point, I met uh, Dr. Arthur, which was the only holistic dentistry in Rhode Island. 
And she started talking to me about holistic dentistry and what was to be more mercury-free and using material that were no toxic or more non-toxic to the, to the system. And I was very impressed by that. Um, and I started doing research. At that point, I already owned my practice and I was not doing any type of mercury, but I was not a holistic dentistry. When I started diving into understanding what was this type of material that we were using, doing to our body, I could not stop learning more. And um, it has been a wonderful journey to me, to my patients, to my staff. And um, it's something that I really, really enjoy because the more that I learn, the more that I see the connection. Our mouth relates to our gut, to our lungs, to our brain, to every organ in our body. And one of the things that I usually say in the practice is that if you have a toothache, look where that tooth is, you know, what's the connection with that organ? And you'll figure out that, okay, something is connecting. And um, we'll see that every single day. So it's been a wonderful journey. That's awesome. That's really awesome. So it sounds like she really inspired you to look at dentistry differently and connecting the dots and finding the root cause of the problem. Correct. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So tell us more about how biological or holistic dentistry is different from conventional dentistry. Can you give us some ideas? Absolutely. So when we talk about biological dentistry, we're talking about treating the body as a whole. You come to see me and I'm not going to only, you know, concentrate on treating that pain that you have in the tooth, but let's see what is the rest of the body. One of the things that we use in dentistry is that we take into consideration your organs. What is the connection? And holistic dentistry, look into what material are we going to use for you? Mm -hmm. What is the compatibility? What is any allergies? What is your immune system? Let's take into consideration, you know, how long has the problem been there? Has the problem got worse and how are we going to treat it? So when we talk about biological dentistry, we look about whole, treating the connection or how one thing affects the other. How does your mouth relate to your body? How does your body also come back and relate to any problem that is happening in your mouth, in your gums? So Biological dentistry have evolved to be this inclusive of all the things that contribute to oral health and contribute to body health. So connecting the dots is resulting to a better longevity, a better immune system. So all those little things have um, come together to give you what is biological dentistry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, that's great. I loved your explanation of that and, and the differences. So, you know, one thing that I find and why I refer people to biological dentists is that when I do an exam of the mouth, I see a lot of cavities, uh, well, not a lot of cavities, but a lot of fillings in these cavities, right? And looking at the health of the gums, the health of the teeth, um, and sometimes Rarely, uh, I do see uh, an, the occasion where I, I see two metals up against each other, right? And that to me is like an explosion waiting to happen because of uh, what that can create. And I wonder if you could talk more about that and why that's a huge issue. 
I'm glad that you mentioned that because when I was in dental school, one of the things that we learned in chemistry going through dental school and how everything is a chemical reaction in our body is that metal can produce galvanism, which is like two different metals. You think about battery coming together, negative and positive. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, you produce a reaction. Well, guess what happened in our mouth? The same thing. You get gold, you get mercury, you get you know silver, you have different type of metal and that pretty much is what produces that, that galvanism mm -hmm. and that affect our body in a way that sometimes is um simple to understand in a way that if you have energy going a different direction mm -hmm. you don't you, you don't get healing our body pretty much healed by energy mm -hmm. and if you have different metal especially someone that might be allergic to metal and you just have that person with a mouthful of mercury, we have a big problem. That person is going to be sick and it's going to be difficult to find the problem unless you address these issues. Right. So we're going back to biological dentistry. That is one of the things that we don't use. We mercury-free for the same reason. Mercury affect is a, is a neurological uh, toxin. Mm -hmm. So the reaction that you get from having mercury in your mouth could be very silent for some people, but it could be detrimental for other people. And we see that every day. We have seen someone that comes and they have fatigue mm -hmm. and they have gut issues. They have, you know, foggy brain. They have a lot of problems that people come and say, oh, no, you're fine. When they do the, the testing, you're fine. Fine to what? Fine to someone that is dying or someone that is completely healthy. Right. But where are you there? So when you're looking about galvanism, huge issue that we have mm -hmm. because we have to be testing to see how is this contributing to you overall health. So very, very important. And that's why, you know, again, going back to biological dentistry, we try to be mercury free or try not to use it. Oh, don't use it at all when it comes to mercury, but metal, metal-free. You're trying to be more holistic in what you provide mm -hmm. to the body so the body can use the power to heal itself. Right. Uh, try to use less chemical. So those are things that you try to provide to the patient so you can actually heal. Right, right. So when you take the um, these fillings out, the mercury fillings out, and let's say someone has gold, in their tooth and it's been there for 20 years you know what do you when you take all of that metal out what do you replace it with okay so there is a there's a protocol mm -hmm. that we follow or i follow i'm certified through the iaomt which is a organization that provide education from the profession and also to the public on how to be protected from this toxin so when you have mercury, the protocol calls for you to be safe, that you don't swallow mm -hmm. the mercury, that you don't breathe it, and you are protected. Because if I'm working on you, gravity is going to bring everything to your face, you know, to the upper body. So this protocol protects you um, from the breathing part. So I'm going to walk you through what it is to come and have a mercury removed. Mm -hmm. Once you get numb, you are covered up, your head is covered up, your face is covered, you have oxygen. There is a type of outsource sources that vacuum any type of vapor. 
And I'm going to mention vapor a couple of times because that is the toxic part of the mercury which is being removed. 80% of that vapor of that, you, if you were to breathe that, it stays in your lung. And as we know, mercury is very difficult to remove from our, for our system, especially the mercury that goes to our brain. It takes decades to be able to remove that toxic mm -hmm. uh, from the system. So when we remove it in my practice, we only use that protocol. If you are patient that come to me and you decide not to do it, then I, I, would, I won't treat you. Mm. ethically I cannot do a procedure to you that I know is going to be detrimental to your health so it is important to be protected in you know those are the things that those are the three things that you want to look for when you're removing your mercury you want to have oxygen you want to make sure that you have outside sources to remove that vapor mm -hmm. and you want to be make sure that you are protected there is uh, something that we call rubidin, which is a sheet that covers the teeth that you're going to be working. So nothing goes down your throat. Mm. So those are the three things that are very important to have before the procedure. And of course, there's other things that we have, activated charcoal, some type of pre and post um, drink. So there's different things, but those three are the most important things that you want to make sure that is part of the procedure. So right. you don't get exposed to it. Right. And your, you and your staff don't get exposed to it as well, because it can be just as detrimental to you if you're not, if you're not doing, following these procedures. And I think it's, it's really important for the audience to know that not every dentist is trained to do this. And there are some naive dentists out there that think it's not a big deal and, and they, you might ask them to remove them and that's not okay. <laughs> they really need to be right. trained in these methods for sure. Yeah. Right, right. So, so, so what do you then, do you then do something to the teeth after you've removed these metals? How do you, what's the next part of that once they're removed? Okay. So the next part after removing that is um, to build up tooth. And at that point you build a tooth with um, non-metal material that could be composite, which is a resin the white filling, mm -hmm. or you can use porcelain, which is like a glass-like uh, material. And that could be a filling, that could be a crown or what we call our own lay. So depending on what is left on the tooth, what type of structure we're working with left on the tooth, then you build up that area. Mm -hmm. And um, in my office, we use resin that is uh, biocompatible. A resin pretty much that is more kind. And everything that we use, unfortunately, have some type of chemical. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's just not going to adhere to the tooth. It's just not, it doesn't stick in a mm -hmm. sense. So but you try to use material that, you know, later on is not going to cause a problem. Mm -hmm. um, there are cases that we work with people that are completely sensitive to almost anything. At that point, there are type of testing that we do that will tell us if the material that we're using is compatible mm -hmm. and that test will give you every single type of dental material that are in the market mm -hmm. and that can be used. We have people that come with Lyme disease, which as you know, uh, is, is very, you know, it's uh, immunocompromised uh, disease that anything can react to it and have a flare. So you have to be cautious in what stage they are as well. So mm -hmm. we work with, uh, we partner with other functional medicine, naturopath, 
to be able to provide the best treatment for that patient. Mm -hmm. And if after we remove the safe removal, we want to make sure that the material that we're placing is going to be compatible. It's not going to cause another problem. Mm -hmm. So depending, you know, to answer the question, depending on what is it that we're going to do on that tooth, it's going to be a filling or it's going to be a, a, a crown or an onlay metal mm -hmm. frame, of course. Right, right. Awesome, awesome. Are there ever are there ever times where you don't do fillings because of those sensitivities where you just leave it the way it is, or there's, you have to put a filling in or they'll lose the tooth. That's a, that's a great question. That's going to lead us to something else. So yes, there is time that the tooth is what we call dead. Right. Um, and this time, let's say you came to the office and you have a big cavity, you have been pain and we clean that tooth. And the tooth is actually not completely dead, but it's in a way that it's affected. So there are ways that we can put some medication and there are some holistic uh, or homeopathic remedy that can power up the body, the cells to heal itself. And that would be great. At that mm -hmm. point, we can put a temporary material in the mouth, like it's a filling that is temporary just to test the tooth. And we send you home. And we give you a week or two, you come back, maybe a month or two. It all depends on what stage we are. Mm -hmm. You come back and we test the tooth and the tooth is fine. You're doing good. Where at that point, we build the tooth like nothing ever happened. But let's say you came back and there's another tooth. And this tooth is a little bit too late now. Mm. The sensitivity, you're having pain. You might have some infection that you don't know. Mm. And at that point, then the tooth is treated different. If the nerve is dead, you have to have what is called a root canal. Mm. And then, you know, there's this two school of thought here. Mm. A group of people here that say root canals, we've been doing it for hundreds of years and it's fine. It's a way to save your tooth. And then there's another group of people here that say root canals are the worst thing that you can do in your body. Right. It's almost like you have a car in the middle of the highway that the highway is jammed you know, it's backtrack, you know, a couple of miles, you can get to your exit, but is it, what is it going to take? It's going to take hours for you to get there. Well, that's exactly what happened to our body, our healing energy. The healing energy is working so hard to, you know, to cure this problem because you have something is stopping that energy for flowing in there. Right. And you get there, but you get there three hours later to get to that exit. Yeah, because you're trying to avoid the car, right? That's sitting exactly. in the middle of the highway, right? Exactly. So our energy does that. But what happened if you have diabetes? What mm -hmm. happened if you have a gut issue that is really debilitating you and the type of, you know, your vitamins that you, that you can get from your food, right. you know, from the, the type of, of nutrients that you can get? What happened if you have acid problem? When are you going to get to that exit? Right, right. It's going to take a lot more effort for you to heal that tooth if you have a root canal and it's, you know, isn't it's infected. So, right. so what you're talking about is body burden. It just adds to the body burden. Exactly. And so, uh, so which school of thought are you on? Uh, which school of thought are you on? Which side? <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you asked. Um, so I respect the body in a, in a, in a holistic way and, and give the body the power to heal. 
And I always said to my patient, if you come to my office, just because you're here and I'm a holistic dentist and I don't have a root canal in my mouth, and if I get to get one, I probably won't get it. I respect your opinion. And I always educate my patient to this is what it is. And this is what I recommend. And you have the power to, you know, with the knowledge that I'm giving you to decide which way you want to go. Um, I have patients that come to the office and they want to have a root canal regardless to the information that was given. And I'll send it to have the root canal done. I don't do it in my practice just because it's it's against to what I believe is the best for the body. Mm. So with that said, I'm going to go back a little bit and talk about you know, where are you? There's some people that come to the office and they have root canal that were done 10 years ago and they have no problem. You have a, you take a X-ray, a CBCT, which is the 3D image. Mm -hmm. And you go and you send that to be read. And again, this person come and have the work done, the, the CBCT done, and they want to know what's happening. And they come back and there's, you know, there might be nothing in there. But if the person has symptoms and you have this report back, almost like 99% of the time it comes back and there's something that have to do with the root canal. Mm. Yes, and I see it all of the time. Just uh, if you could just explain what uh, to the audience, what a CBCT is, what is and what does that stand for those letters? Absolutely. It's a cone bean. It's pretty much an image. It's a, think of an x-ray. Mm -hmm. But this X-ray is taken in a 3D and three-dimensional. You can take this image; it's like a photo, but this photo is, is a 3D. You can mm -hmm. rotate it and you can visualize it and study it in in a way that is layered. Mm -hmm. And what do you get with that? You get an amazing type of information. When we take the regular X-ray in our office, it's a 2D, so you can only see front and back in a sense. Mm -hmm. But when you take a CVCT, a 3D image, you can Explore that in a way that you can see exactly where is that infection, what position is that infection, and pretty much how to get to it, and how is that valuable for us. If we're doing an extraction and that infection is on the back part of the tooth, just per se, on that root, you need to get to that in order to clean it. Because if you take that tooth out and you just leave that infection behind, you only solve half of the problem. Half of the problems stay there that later, later on is going to haunt you as you've probably seen in your patient. So the type of report that we get when we do this type of image is, is very valuable for people that are looking for answer, especially this type of, um, of problem that has come originating in your mouth. Mm -hmm. And you would not resolve this problem unless you address infections and dental issues that have to do you know, with getting your body uh, in, in better shape. Right. So, right. so yeah, going I, back I, to the root canal, I want, I want to yeah. finish that because Go it's ahead. important. Um, we talked about the example of, of, of uh, issues that are burdening your, your health. Yes. And when you have a root canal that is infected and we go back to that card in the highway, that's the root canal sitting in the middle of the highway there. Right. And, you know, your body's going to try to heal but if you have this problem, that car is in the middle of the road, we're going to have a, you know, the highway is going to be in jam packed for a long time unless that car is moved to the side of taking, you know, out, out of the highway. So that's how our body works. Unless you remove that toxin, that infection is always going to have a burden. It's mm -hmm. always going to have 
a harder time to heal because there's no, you know, there's no way to get rid of that um, 100%. So uh, you in that situation, in order to allow the body to heal, would remove the car from the highway and, and in the mouth, it's removing the tooth. The tooth, correct. Yeah. And what do you put in its place? So there's different ways to replace missing teeth. We have way that we could do implant, zirconia implant, which is the most recommended um, because of compatibility. Then there's way to replace it with what we call a bridge, which is like you use the teeth next to it as a, a anchor, mm -hmm. and then you can replace it. Or you can do something that is removable, which is something like we think about removal, we think about grandma, grandpa having the denture in and out or the partial. Right. So there is way to replace uh, missing teeth. And again, we're going to go back to what is this, the, the status of the teeth that are next to what we replace. Mm -hmm. Not everybody can have it. Not everybody can get an implant. So you have to evaluate the whole mouth. You know, how healthy are you? Can you actually, are you a good candidate to receive the treatment? Um, so Looking at the overall picture, it helps you to decide what is the best way to, you know, to treat Candida. Can she take this? Is she healthy enough to, you know, to have a good result with this treatment? Mm -hmm. so there's different options. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so the big question when I, you know, when I'm faced with patients who are not, like, they get to a point with me and, you know, we review all the things that we've done and it's just like, you know what? You got all those root canals, <laughs> right? I feel like when there's metal next to different metals next to each other, it's like, that's an absolute, we got to get rid of those. But then when you have people who don't have any pain, their gums look good. Cause usually gums, signs of gums makes me think, oh, we really have to go there. But if they're not having pain, but they have all this root canals, do we go after that? Cause like I've looked at everything else and then, but they might have some sinus congestion. The mouth is right under the sinuses, right? You know, if, if it's inflamed here, it's going to be inflamed in the sinuses too. Like they're right next to each other. And if they still have depression and anxiety, like the brain is right there, directly connected. Yeah. There's like a skull in between, but still things seep right yeah. from yeah. one place to the other. So you know, it's, it's, it's a huge investment to have that done. So I always send people for at least an evaluation, get an evaluation. Let's just do, you know, the CT uh, scan, the 3D CT scan and, uh, and uh, let's get some information at least. Right. I think right. it's really important to, to at least get some information and then you weigh your options. Right. 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 Yeah. I, I like, I like that, that you said, let's look at, you know, looking at the big picture is so important. We have patients, they come from, you know, after they meet it with you and they uh -huh. said, oh, you know, they sent me here to get some more information. So you collecting your data, what is the best way to help you? There's way to get um, European uh, skin, which is that thermography, you get the biofeedback. There are other ways for you to see where is that energy holding there? Why is that heat there? And not, I mean, we, again, we're talking about patients that come right. and they have no symptoms but they're sick, right. they're tired all the time. They have depressions, they forget things like their mind is, you know, and we and, and I, I get it, we all have a little bit of that. I forgot where to put my keys or, but this is more than that. This is people that they are, you know, their brain is fogged. They they 
they having more than just little things. Um, and these are the people that you try to collect the information mm -hmm. and see what's going on, especially when they come from a visit of, you know, three, four, five different doctors and different dentists and nobody figured out what it is. Right. And, and I don't have the answer. I don't, I work with other people to help me figure out what is the best way to help you. Right. But that's what you need to figure out what, what exactly needs to be done to help this particular patient and figure out what are the problem and if they all, you know, in the mouth. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's always good to get more information. Yeah. I know there's other, other things that we can do, but I, I, I do want to talk a little bit um, before we move on to other technologies and dentistry, um, but about the mercury fillings, let's dive down a little bit more about mercury and how it can uh, affect your health. I know you mentioned some symptoms, but you know, are you, can you talk more about how mercury affects mental health? Absolutely. So there, there is a relationship between mercury being uh, a neurotoxin mm -hmm. and, um, and I'm going to go back a little bit about the history. So even yeah, 2023, we still having tons of people being treated with mercury mm -hmm. and this mercury is composed up to 50%, 55% of, of it is mercury. And we know mercury is, the, you know, if you go to the uh, post office and you have mercury, they automatically, you know, will qualify that as like, oh, you can't transfer that because they have mercury. Um, and if something were to happen with mercury in your office, you know, the Department of Health can come to your office and and and, and it is a big deal, but it's okay to put it in your mouth. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. I know. So when we talk about this type of, you know, of neurotoxin in your mouth, it's always leaking. Every time you chew, every time you swallow, you promoting or when it breaks and you just swallow it. So now it's a bigger area exposed. So the relationship of mercury, of mercury in our body, it has this, um, this effect in your gut. Mm -hmm. And when we know that the gut is involved, it affects the whole body. The other um, relationship, and it's a lot of study, um, and one of the sites that should be visited for a lot of this study is the IAOMT. Um, this particular is research based information, um, uh, that can be pretty much read and, and, and see how many diseases are associated with, um, mercury toxicity. Mm -hmm. Um, so depending on what level of mercury is in your system, you can have, you know, we start with depression, which is your, you, you know, your home, like you talk about this and how important it is for, for the whole system. Mm -hmm. um, Alzheimer's, we have Parkinson's disease, chronic fatigue. We have allergies that manifest in, in ways that, you know, uh, differently. Mm -hmm. And these, you know, the mercury is so powerful and how it has multiple symptoms and multiple signs in different people that is so complex in the sense. So you might have a different symptom than I am. I see patients that come in for, you know, two fillings and they are presenting multiple symptoms. We have someone that come up with five, six fillings and they're okay. They just want to get it removed because um, they have no, no problem. They're concerned about being proactive. Yeah. Later on, they discover that, well, that stomach issues that I had, you know, that pain that I have is related to all this. Right. Um, 
I have a case of this particular young guy. He's in his 30, 32 years old. He comes and he has both spots. Mm -hmm. And he started to track down when did the problem started. Mm -hmm. And he have or these are like random bald spots on his head. Yeah, two bald spots. Okay. And he came and I'm like, I know about teeth. I don't know. I don't know anything about bald spot. But he said, Well, I did my research and um I think this is related to the mercury feeling. This is when it was placed. And ever since I have this. And I mean, this is probably like 10 years ago and he's still in the practice. And that is a joke when he comes always that we, we mention it. Yeah. Uh, Our patients are that- so smart. Our patients are so smart. I learned so much from my patients and yeah, they do all the research and that's, uh, and they, they hit the books and really figure it out. And it's great that he put it together for you. Yeah, <laughs> he did. I, I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't know about hair and, and <laughs> how you know they do the research and thanks god technology help us so much now with you know we're getting information out mm-hmm. more than what we want sometimes because sometimes it's not true so we have to be careful but this guy this guy came to the office and sure enough we safely removed his mercury filling to mm-hmm. a small filling and this guy symptom is starting to to disappear within literally four months he saw the result. I mean, you see the effect of mercury in the body and and it's vivid. I mean, this is people that are debilitating. We have cases of uh, Lyme disease. And when I say Lyme disease, you have to be careful because um, as you know, these people have to be, you know, in good state to get work done. You just don't come in and you go ahead and working and everybody just like that. Right. You You have to calm down the immune system and really support it first. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially adrenal. You need to, you need to make sure that you're in good state. You can literally take, and, and this is why you want to be careful with people with immunocompromised because you go and you have a feeling removed, non-safe. Now you don't really swallow part of that. You breathe it. And what's going to happen to, you know, adrenal is going to shut down. Right. Your immune system is going to be completely off. Um, so it, it's important to understand that, yeah, mercury is, is, is a neurotoxin affect you know severely so many of our system that um it is important to understand that yeah and 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 i'm gonna tell you something good um the fda Mm -hmm. in 2020 finally Mm -hmm. uh finally (laughs) yeah i would just say finally because um it's been years that the fda covered the effect the heart you know the, the danger of mercury and mm-hmm. finally, 2020 came in September, 2020 was an amazing month for, for dentistry, at least for the holistic part of dentistry, I would say, uh-huh. because they actually say that people, pregnant women, children under six, any type of, um, of in, immunological, neurological, Parkinson, Alzheimer's, um, kidney failure, all those people cannot have mercury filling mm-hmm. because they are high risk. So what happened to you and I? Right. Okay. I don't understand. In a backhanded way, you're like you can only have mercury if you're well enough to have mercury. (laughs) It's like why? Why they're? Oh, it's a shame that they don't take a step further and say that mercury can cause health in it, especially when we have options with the composites, which are safer. 
you know, they should just outright say mercury is bad, but they don't want to, you know, you know, you know, I guess take responsibility for everybody they made sick by not saying it. So it's a little bit of a backhanded win, but yeah, I, but at least, at least finally they're admitting it on yeah. some level, right? That is a big, big step. I mean, yeah. it, it have to be, one of the things is that if you go to Europe, a lot of the countries in Europe, they don't use mercury. They haven't used mercury for a long time. Mm-hmm. Why we, you know, United States is self-developed in so many areas. We're still behind. Uh, health system, definitely, we need to do better. We mm-hmm. definitely have to kind of integrate so many so many good things that we have, um, mm-hmm. the technology that we have, and, and, and all the good stuff that we have in our days to, to do better. Right. We do. Yeah. Well, in Europe, they practice the precautionary principle. You know, they take precautions and make sure it's safe before they sanction it being okay. That's kind of going to the wayside now that it's the EU. Um, But but I think they're still better than the United States in in that uh, they don't just allow chemicals to be poured out from companies all over the place. There's millions of chemicals in our environment now, not just mercury. Right, right. But, you know, we're exposed to so many things. Um, but, you know, hopefully that's going to change soon. Yeah. So, um, so you know, getting back to the technologies, we talked about CBCT. Uh, how is that different from a digital x-ray and a digital scan? Um, it, it, can you explain the differences uh, between those things? And, and I, I'm assuming those are also different from from the classic dental x-rays that people get. Right, so let's go back one step and and talk about x-rays. So the all x-ray that we used to do, it used to be the one that you put in your mouth, you take the photo, you go develop it, and now you have a, 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 a plaque in your hand that shows. Now we have. It's, it's fine. Can I just stop you there? You're saying they used to. Maybe, maybe you used to do it, but they're still doing it. My dentist still does that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. Sorry. So it's so funny. Still, yeah. And and, I, and actually, you thank you for correcting me. Yes, we are developing countries, so we actually you know changing things so quickly when it comes to technology. But yeah, we go to third world countries to do you know. Uh, community service and and this is how it's done you actually do it you know in a back thing look at x straight, and it's so true right. so yeah <laughs> we're still so doing it correct though, but yeah i know well I, it looks like i am going to need a change in my dentist that's for sure. <laughs> so we and i have to say nothing wrong with that it's yeah. you know as long as we get the information that we need to treat the patient it doesn't mm-hmm. matter how you get it Right, but the way that it is now mostly done with digital dentistry is that you have the X-ray. You have, you know, you take the X-ray, automatically the image is taken, and it goes to your computer, and right. you're able to see this image. With the 3D X-ray, is very similar. The image is taken, and you see it in the computer. But this image is able to be, and, and I think I mentioned that a little earlier, that you're able right. to rotate this image. The amount of information that is that you get right. is amazing. I mean, you can look at your sinus. I can tell you if you have, you know, sinus uh, accumulation of fluid in your sinus or layer or right. some type right. of changes. I can see the nose in the layers that I can see if you have a deviated septum 
I can mm -hmm. see you TMJ and see if you have problem, the clicking and the popping, what is that? So the amount of information is amazing. Mm -hmm. And the way that we grab the information is to see how can we help you? Mm -hmm. How can we look at that infected tooth and treat it? Mm -hmm. and that's the difference between the traditional x-ray and the CVCT is the 3D is the amount of information that you can extract. Right. Um, and the, the 2D is limited. It gives you information. And, and don't get me wrong, right. we use the 2D every day. Right. But when we treatment plan a case that had to do, well, we're going to replace a tooth with an implant. Well, we want the 3D because it provides predictability, accuracy, mm -hmm. and a better treatment. Right. So right. you use the technology to give you the best of the best, you know. Uh, the other thing is that when you take a CVCT, you send that to, if, if let's say you come to me and you want that CVCT taken because there is a question of, of an area, let's per se, you know, an example, a root canal. We send that information to be more precise to a radiologist or look for any pathology any abnormality, any, anything that is outside of what is normal. Mm -hmm. I get that report back and I get information about everything that I want to know in that image. Uh, that information is very powerful because let's say 2023, I'm healthy. My CBCT, my x-ray didn't show much information, but let's move forward to 10 years from now, five years from now. And now I have a problem. Mm -hmm. What can I do? You can actually take that CVCT and compare it with similar CVCT and kind of get that report. So it's powerful to have that base information. Right. That even if it, nothing came back, at least you have what was normal today. And you can use that information three, five, 10 years from now and say, hey, Candida was okay in 2023. Right. What's going on now, you know, 2025, 27 or 30, and, and this is different. How long has that been there? Right. So the information is is very powerful. It's, mm -hmm. It helps us to create a predictability, uh, a better treatment. And mm -hmm. that that is really good when it comes to health, because as you know, mm -hmm. dealing with the body is can be unpredictable because there's so many issues, factors that can contribute to healing, can contribute to length of time that is going to take that healing. So all that is, it's, it's in information that is powerful. Right. So it's, uh, so when you uh, wrote digital x-ray and digital scan, is that just other names for CBCT or are they are different? So there are digital scan too, that is also done to take impressions. Mm -hmm. That is a scanning. And what that is, is pretty much you use, um, think of it like a pen. And mm -hmm. the pen goes around the mouth and it takes almost like photo. Mm -hmm. And the photo becomes that image. You know, when you go to, when you come to the office and we take a, a gooey impression. Right. That shows, you know, it becomes a model of your teeth. Well, you don't have to do that anymore. Oh. So what you do is you take this digital impression and that becomes a 3D image, an image that again, you can also take it and that's sent to the lab to make that crown that you need or to make that denture that you need or to make that appliance for your mouth. So dentistry has comes a long way. Wow, okay. When it comes to implement the type. And I'm not sure if I'm able to share screen. 
because I um, I'm able to share uh to show a picture of a 3D image um if you oh, yeah that would be great now does insurance pay for these 3D images the insurance doesn't pay for it does at not least for, does not okay at least for dentistry unfortunately mm -hmm. and what is usually done is that you know when you treat my plan a case you incorporate it into that treatment. Also, it helps me to help you mm -hmm. and the amount of information can be used for other things. So you incorporate yeah. into the treatment in a way that is affordable for the patient. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, were you going to show the, the image? I wasn't sure if you were. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I can do that right now. Yeah. Um. I'm not quite sure if um if you can see it. Yeah, I can see it. So there's a green bordered image there. Mm -hmm. Yes. So let me see if I can make this bigger. Okay, that's better. Yeah. So so this is a uh, an example of what a CBCT is, and you can see almost look like a skeleton kind of image. Yeah. So I can see every single tooth. I can see the sinus. I can see you you know I can see your jaw joint mm -hmm. yeah. and this information um can be pretty much layered in a way that you can see specific area at any point mm. um and you can magnify that you can make it smaller you can make it bigger so that's what that what that is in a in, in a in a sense mm -hmm. um so this is a, a 3d image yeah and what do the the red dots mean and the blue dots so Yes. So the red dot is you making a a way to divide that. Uh -huh. So in the bottom right here, what you see is those dots. You oh. can pretty much see every single area um, that you want to explore, that you want to look for pathology or you want to treat that area for an implant. So depending mm -hmm. on what what is the treatment, what is the purpose of it, then you can do different um different or look at a different aspect of it right and you would be able to see abscesses or infection on this kind of scan that's great yes so you're able to see infection cysts you're able to see um cavities are a little bit difficult to see because the magnification is so large right. um so you combine this 3d with something similar like you know like the the, the photo of the smile here that is a, a, a panorex mm -hmm. and and you can look for cavity in a smaller dimension. Um, so one of the things that is usually, and I'm going to mention this because it's becoming a little bit of controversy uh, as a how we treat infection, especially in the jaw joint. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that is um, uh, it's worth talking about is cavitation, mm -hmm. or infection in the in the bone. Right. So a common thing that is seen if it's a tooth is infected and it's extracted, this tooth will manifest some type of infection that is encapsulated within the bone. Mm -hmm. And what happens is that that infection has leave pretty much live bacteria there. Mm -hmm. And as we know, everything is connected. Right. So what we usually see sometimes, some you know, some people will come and they have some type of pain, some type of ringing and, you know, in, in, in the, in the ear or some type of ringing sensation. 
that they cannot explain. Well, what it comes to figure out with you know a lot of studies is that when you have cavitation, that would affect different parts of your body. Mm-hmm. And when this cavitation are removed, sure enough, you find healing. Mm-hmm. And um, the way that this cavitation of this infection within the bone are treated is that the area has to be open again. And think of it like a surgery. You actually go back almost like if the tooth was there, removing the tooth and go there and clean it out. That's what needed to be done on the first place to avoid this. So um, it's also common seen in area with the thermolars, the wisdom teeth Mm -hmm. are extracted. And, you know, usually when you see a CVCT, you see that area that is dark and and, and you can see it almost like, you know, it has a well-defined area. Um, Again, these are area that are holding bacteria that are holding disease in a way, and they have to be, they have to be cleaned out. Wow. Wow. No, I'm really glad you mentioned the cavitations because, you know, people, you know, have these since, and I, I want the audience to know also that you don't have to have symptoms to have these infections and cav, you know, you, because it's sometimes a very dead area that unless there's inflammation, like edema pushing up against you know, areas where there are nerve endings, um, you know, you're, you're not going to have symptoms. Some, some people don't have symptoms. And I think it's important for people to realize that. So it's looking at your history and looking at where, where are, where am I hitting a plateau in my health journey? And what are the areas that haven't been explored and understanding that, you can have infection anywhere in your body. You don't have to have a symptom directly connected. That, like, if you have an infection in your gut, you can actually have a steel trap gut and no gut symptoms, but it's showing up as eczema, it's showing up as as memory problems or ADD or depression. You know, so it's it's it's. I think it's just a matter of finding the roots and how every and understanding that everything is connected. It is. I, it, I, and I like that you mentioned that because that's just when, you know, sending, you know, a patient that comes to me with tons of cavity, it's like, I know this is not only not brushing, not flossing, this is right. coming from somewhere else. And that's right. why working with functional medicine, you know, partnering up with someone to help you figure out how to help these people is so important. Right. You come, you know, you mentioned again, depression, you see it all the time. Right. Is that people that they they have multi you know multi symptoms, and you know it's not only the brushing and the flossing. It's like what's going on somewhere else. That that right. gut is so important. It's right. extremely important. Yeah, yeah, your gut health is really connected to your oral microbiome as well. And so a lot of people have cavities not because they're eating too much sugar and they like a lot of times they'll say, well, I took sugar out of my diet. I, you know, I'm not eating that candy and those donuts anymore. Why am I still getting cavities? It's like, cause there's not, it's not the only reason, right? Right. Yeah. right. It could be moisture. It could be your microbiome's off. It could be because you have mercury in your mouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. And one of the things that tend to be overlooked is what kind of medication are you taking? Right. Yes. And, and, and we know that, you know, whenever you take a medication, it's going to help you somewhere, but it's going to cause, a, you know, a side effect somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I see 
all the time is the dry mouth. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's, it's, and if the effect of the dry mouth is, it's so visceral and so debilitating because you have people that you're working with. And a few months later, you know, a year later, the work that you did is failing again. Mm-hmm. But it's because of this problem, you know, it's coming, it's coming back as a problem. Right. I mean, those are things that are connected. So, so, you know, they intertwine that you have to, you have to dive in to be able to see what is the problem. Right. Right. Awesome. Awesome. So yeah, we, we really, I think gone through the whole soup to nuts with, with everything that you're doing. I'm sure we could talk about this forever. I like, I, I wanted to ask you questions about toothpaste and toothbrush, but we will do that maybe another time. <laughs> Absolutely. I really appreciate you. I value you and all the work that you're doing. And I'm definitely going to be sending patients to you your way. I, I'm sorry we had some kind of disconnect for some reason, but um, you know, now I, I have another source of, 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 uh, so for someone to do these evaluations with me, because I'm always looking for people to help me with that, especially when it comes to dental stuff. So yeah. And so thank you so glad. much. Yeah. I'm glad we did this interview today. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. I, I look forward to continue working with you. I think, um, have someone to partner with and, and do this multidisciplinary kind of approach to help our patient is so important. Um, being a solo practitioner, I have to say, it's, it's, it's amazing to have the help of you. I mean, mm-hmm. Sally, that, you know, you send someone there and they can get help. They come back to you and they say, oh, I feel much better now. Yeah. I, I, I you know, I'm not so tired anymore. I, I have, you know, my life changed. That's amazing. It's so yeah. rewarding. I, I love what I do, but when you can help someone to live better, yeah. It's yeah. it's life changing for them and for you too, because you want to do it again. You want to do it again and 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 it's it's powerful. So yeah. thank you for partnering up with you know with helping our community. Yeah. That's 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 so important. So uh this information will be in the show notes, but why don't you just say where you're located, the name of your practice and where you're located, how people can contact you if they want to make an appointment. Absolutely. So I am located in the North Providence, in North of, of the Providence area. In Rhode um, Island. <laughs> in Rhode Island. Uh, we are 2148 Mineral Spring Avenue. Um, and we there, we are general dentists. I'm a general dentist. I've been certified biological dentist for many years now um, in Mercury Free. And, and I love what I do. I love to be involved in the community. So mm-hmm. uh Visit our website, www.smilri.com. And any question, feel free to drop up, you know, drop a question. I'll be happy to, to answer it. Right. And you're on Facebook too. We are on Facebook as well. So I study Dental Studio of Rhode Island is any more practice. Right. Right. Yes. Great. So thank you again um, and have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining me in this podcast episode. I hope that you will join me in the future. If you are interested in working with me, please go to www.achinasteindo.com to book a discovery call. There you may also download for free the first three chapters of my book. I hope my work enlightens you, gives you hope, and moves you forward on your journey to a better mood and fulfilling life.